0: You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. ...year, and it's amazing how much wisdom, how much knowledge, how much teaching and training gets thrown out the window. It's amazing how many people will, in just one month, regret everything that they do in the next few weeks. And for the next year, try to catch up from what they just did. And you know, as we stop and we think about these passages of Scripture that we just read, and we'll read them here again, very familiar passages. Let's look at them together. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1, My son, forget not my law. Okay, hold on a second. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, has instructed his son, and now he's saying, don't forget what I taught you. How many of you have been taught things and then just sort of let it slide a little bit? And then later you're like, oh, I knew better. That's what the warning is going on here. Let's keep reading. He said, but let thine heart keep my commandment. He's saying, not just your mind, your heart. Let your heart keep my commandment. He's he's saying, let your being embrace what I taught you. Because if you don't embrace it, you will leave it. You will walk away from it. You will ignore it. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that really what we would like to have? Long life and uh, length of days, long life and peace. What a blessing. Peace is a blessing. But what he's saying is, if you forget my law, you forget what I taught you, these will be aloof. These will not be yours. You will not enjoy what you could have had. He goes on, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So now you have two contrasts. You have the mercy, and then you have the truth. You have grace and grace and truth in one passage of Scripture. You have mercy and truth here. And you have, you have these, these absolutes. And sometimes we, we want one without doing the other. And here he's saying, no, you, you can do both. He goes on, So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. That's a good place to be. Having good favor with God and with man. That's where we have peace. And he goes on, and he says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And so usually this time of year, I will uh, just give some Christmas counsel. Uh, and tonight it's going to be entitled, Help for the Holidays. Help for the Holidays. And let's pray together. Father, we love you. We thank you for your goodness and all that you have given to us. You have given us so much admonition and instruction, guidance. You have put people in our lives to help influence us and instruct us. And now, Lord, as we are the beneficiaries of that, I pray that we would not uh, ignore all that you have entrusted us with. I pray that we would be a good steward of the the truths you have given to us, the teaching, the investments. Uh, May there be a good return on investment. And so I pray that you'd bless now this time, help our people, uh, help them uh, to be able to enjoy uh, all that you have for them. And may we not leave this time of season with regret. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. So Christmas time is a great time of the year. It's a great time of the year. Uh, it is a time where there can be a lot of wonderful memories made. And that ought to be the case. Uh, but also, it's a time where there are oftentimes some bad decisions that are made. And instead of having wonderful memories, there's regret. I don't know about you, but I have enough regret in my life. I don't want to have any more. I don't want to add to. The times where I look back and say, Boy, I blew it. And so, following the admonition uh, of the Lord and just some direction and some things that we've learned uh, about uh, just living and dealing with different uh, uh, holiday seasons. So tonight, I'm just gonna give you several things, uh, and they all start with F. So we have uh, alliteration here. Uh, So uh, during uh, the holiday here, so help for the holidays. Uh, Number one, be festive, be festive. Uh, Sometimes uh, I am the Scrooge, and I have to work at not being the Scrooge when it comes to the whole Christmas thing. When it comes to decorations, I hate decorating. I hate it. Uh, I like it when it's done. I like the look, but I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to hang the lights. And praise the Lord, Stephen and David came over to the house, and they hung the lights, and I didn't have to do anything with it it was wonderful uh, but i i don't I don't like doing that uh, when I was growing up uh, my dad took care of putting the lights on the tree and then mom would decorate and then she would take care of the rest of the house uh, and then after he retired, he sort of went sideways and he he decorated everything I mean outside he would build uh, all these different kinds of things to be out in the yard for Christmas and uh, these decorations but uh, but uh, growing up, he didn't do any of that, and so I, I just sort of picked up on the putting lights on the Christmas tree. So Mrs. Brown, t- this year, she wanted some help uh, with the decoration, so I said, okay, I will put the lights on the Christmas tree. So I grabbed several strings of lights, and I hooked them all together, and I literally uh, just walked around the tree, round and round and round and round and round, and I was done. And Mrs. Brown looked at it, and she took the lights and went round and round and round and round and round and undid them all. And then they weren't weaved in there properly. And so, really, it's even getting better. Now I don't even have to do lights. Um, But, you know, with the holiday season, make memories. Don't be such a Scrooge that you're not making any memories with family and friends. Uh, there, there is a there is a lot of regret that, not just regret, a lot of sorrow that takes place in this time of year, and oftentimes it's because people do not have uh, some of the relationships, and or they are missing someone, and and there is a lot of a lot of sadness, and you know we 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 all experience certain amount of pain and hurts, and some have experienced a lot more than others. But, but with this, uh, being sorrowful is not going to fix today. It's not going to change anything. But having some joy, it will help you get through the holidays. Be festive. So make memories. Have traditions. When I was growing up, uh, we had a lot. Mom was raising us uh, by herself, and we had a lot of babysitters, he said, "Well, Pastor, why would you have so many babysitters? We went through babysitters, and uh, and we we would we would go through the babysitters, and uh, my brother and myself." Uh, we, were, we were not real good kids, and so uh, we would go through the babysitters. Well, my mom finally found a babysitter uh, that was a grandma, and grandma knew how to get you to do what she wanted, and uh, it was, her name was Mrs. Smith. And Mrs. Smith, uh, she would, every year, uh, she would have an elf for Christmas, and that elf would be in the house, and we would get there, and the elf always moved from one spot to the other. And every, every day, all the way up through Christmas, Mr. Elf moved. Now there's this Elf on a Shelf thing. But Mrs. Smith, she could have been a millionaire. Uh, she wouldn't have been having to watch bratty kids uh, if she would have just put this out back then. Uh, but it's the exact same Elf. Uh, and anyway, uh, so, so she would do that. When Deb and I first got married, uh, we were at a garage sale. And with that, we saw Mr. Elf. And so we grabbed Mr. Elf, and uh, from the first year of marriage, Mr. Elf would move every day. You know, the kids would wake up, and they'd go out, and they'd start looking for Mr. Elf. And he, was, he would move from one spot to the next. And you know, uh, it, it is just a tradition. And you know, there, there are some things that you can do, and it doesn't have to be an elf. and it, Just do something with your family and have some traditions. Uh, maybe, maybe it's going to be, uh, maybe it'll be baking cookies. Maybe it'll be uh, just having some family or friends get together and make cookies together and candy and uh, different things. But be festive. Uh, have some memories. Use this opportunity, especially moms and dads. Don't miss the fact your kids are going to leave. And when they start, when family gets together, you want them to be able to to say, oh yeah, you remember when? And if they're going to do that, it's going to be on purpose. It's going to be because you set the environment for them to be able to have those memories. And how else are they going to know what to do and how to have a good good family? So uh, just some things to do. Uh, Be festive. Uh, Secondly, be fun. Be fun. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10 Then he said unto them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, be fun. Uh, Have have fun during the holiday season and, and just be be joyful. Proverbs fifteen and verse thirteen, a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, the Bible says. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. This is a decision. This is a choice of what attitude you want to embrace, a merry heart or sorrow. Uh, Proverbs 15, 15, all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast, the Bible says. Proverbs 17, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. So uh, be fun. Uh, don't be uptight during the holiday season. Don't be uptight. There's there are enough problems in life. Don't create more anxiety on yourself. Don't be worried. If you have a if you have the family come over for dinner and everything isn't done all at the same time, it's okay. If you have to eat in shifts, it'll be all right. Life won't be over. We put so much pressure on ourselves. Ladies, you put so much pressure on yourself about everything being perfect. And don't allow that to be the case. Why why set yourself up for the anxiety, that extra pressure? Nobody is putting that pressure on you but you. So just enjoy the opportunity. So uh, don't be uptight. Don't be uh, worried. If things go well, great. If they don't, laugh about it. Laugh about it. Uh, You know, the Lord's still on the throne. Eternity is not going to be, uh, it's not going to be changed whether or not the roast turned out all right. Whether the decorations all, all turned out the way you wanted them to be. Or whether all the lights on the tree are on or one string died. It's really okay. It'll be all right. We we're we We're talking about the lights, Ms Brown and I. and she's like, well, what happens if they go out? They go out. It's like, well, I'll have to un- undo the whole tree. Why? Well, I can't have lights on the tr- strings on the tree that don't have any lights on it. She's got five thousand lights on one tree. Nobody will know. It'll be all right. Uh, but you know, Christmas shouldn't be a stressful, uptight, worried time. Uh, and, and it's not worth being mad over, it's not, being, it's not worth being angry over, be, be fun. You know, your kids, they are going to pick up on whatever attitude you have. If you have joy, they'll have joy. If everything isn't working right, they won't know unless you tell them. Why, why point things to a negative direction? So, uh, so be festive, be fun. Uh, thirdly, be frugal. Be frugal. Christmas time, I, I, I am thinking about moving stewardship month to December. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. Don't get caught up in all the uh, commercialism. Uh, And there was a study, according to T. Rowe Price uh, in their study, holiday spending increases annual by 3.5% per family. Now, majority of people do not get a 3.5% raise every year after year after year. And if you did, one hundred percent of that would go into a uh, into a uh, Christmas spending, just that that increased spending, uh, and so it, it just increases by that same amount. The average parent spends four hundred and twenty-two dollars per child. That's average. Two thirds of those indiv- or one third of those individuals spend over five hundred. That is unbelievable. Now, my kids are looking at me like, man, we got rooked. Because they didn't, they didn't get that. But we had, we had nice Christmases. But there's no sense in spending that kind of money. There's no sense in running up credit card debt and just so you can say you gave your child everything that they wanted on their list. Now, let's be honest. How many of us got everything we wanted? And if we did, we were spoiled. And if we got everything we wanted, we would not enjoy everything that we had because there would, there would not have been that anticipation. And so, uh, so here they say uh, $422 uh, per child is average. Uh, 25% of parents take, a, take out a payday loan for Christmas. Or they borrow from their 401k at 40% interest unbelievable 25% that's one out of four now I would say we are not in that I would hope we are not in that kind of a a, an attitude with our with our spending Uh, but we need to be frugal Uh, don't get caught up in all the gifts Uh, don't spend your emergency fund just for Christmas gifts Don't put yourself in a bad situation over Christmas. Mrs. Brown and I, we've been been married 32, is that right? 33. 33. 33. Uh, 33 years. And, And with that, I would say at least half of those will do stockings only for each other. We're not... We're not missing anything. We have everything we need. So the extra expense and the extra pressure on finances, Christmas isn't worth it. Now, are there times we buy each other gifts? Absolutely. But at the same time, there isn't this pressure that I've got to get her some real expensive gift. I mean, I'll get her an iron. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know I'll get her a vacuum instead Uh, but uh, uh, anyway no you just uh, we don't have to be in this thing where we have to be buying all of these big gifts and these big ticket items and uh, going down to the jewelry store and spending thousands of dollars on a ring or a necklace or earrings and, and and I'm not saying that you can't do that but if you can't just walk in and pay for it without it affecting your budget and without you robbing God for it and without you stealing out of your own emergency fund and putting yourself in a precarious place if everything doesn't go just right it would be it would be uh, foolish to do something of that sort be frugal you know this COVID-19 I, I have not pushed for a Thanksgiving offering we did not push for the Memorial Day uh, Memorial offering we didn't push for a christmas offering this year why because i understand there have been some different pressures that families have been facing but the reality is there are there are still life still goes on and and with that don't allow christmas to cause you to get behind on your rent don't cause christmas to cause you to not give the lord your tithes and your offerings We we give the Lord an offering every year. And that's, that's just something that we have done. Uh, if I'm gonna buy some, if I'm gonna buy other people gifts, I'm not going to not give the Lord a gift on Christmas. If, if Jesus is the reason for the season, then how come everybody else gets something but Him? right? And we'll, we will go and find that perfect gift. We'll save for it. And I'm, I'm not against doing that. And if you can afford the, the gifts and that's in your budget, then wonderful. Praise the Lord for that. But if it is something to where now you are having to, uh, you're having to put yourself in a financial uh, tight spot over it, uh, that isn't what anybody wants, You know, your friends and family would rather not get a gift than you be in a financial strait. If they really love you and care about you, they wouldn't want you to put yourself in that spot. So don't put that pressure on yourself. So through the the holiday, uh, be be frugal, don't get caught up uh, in gifts. Uh, And with that, uh, your kids don't, own, not only do they not need hundreds of dollars of gifts or toys, not everything has to be new. How many of you got something that was a hand down or a used gift? Yeah. Did you feel rooked? No. And it doesn't have to be new. It's a shame when we're so far in debt because of Christmas that we have to spend the remaining part of the year trying to bail ourselves out. If you don't have it, don't spend it. If you don't have it, don't spend it. Oh, we're going to be here a long time. If you don't have it, don't spend it. Amen? Don't spend it. It's just, you say, well, Pastor, I've got a credit card. I can afford the twenty dollars a month for the next 36 years 36 months for a twenty dollar gift you know don't don't put yourself in that spot just because you have plastic does not mean that you can afford it if you can't afford to tithe you can't afford to buy a single gift Amen. So it's, I know it's not stewardship month, but be frugal. All right, number four, be faithful. Be faithful. In, in this season, be faithful to the Lord. First Corinthians 10 13. There hath no there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. 2 Corinthians 5:32. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Be faithful. Get through the holiday season with a good testimony. Have a good testimony. Uh, allow God uh, and His uh, teachings and guidance and the things that we have learned to impact how we live. Don't compromise during the holiday. You say, well, pastor, people, I've got family that are coming in town and, and I can't be at church on Sunday. Okay, I'll use that one too. There's no more requirement on me being here than there is on you. be faithful. He say, "Well, what will they think? They'll think you're committed. They'll think maybe church and the Lord is important to you. If if you showed up at their house and they had something planned, would they cancel everything? Show up at their house on Monday morning at eight o'clock. Well, I gotta go to work. I've got responsibilities. I can't stay here. I'll be back at five o'clock. Sunday morning. Sunday night. That's God's those are God's time. Just be faithful. Have a good testimony. Don't compromise. Don't allow the festive, loving, giving attitude. To cause us to drop our guard. Be faithful. Uh, the drinking, the indulging in inappropriate activities, things that happen at Christmas parties, and and you know if if anything else. Maybe maybe COVID would be good for some of that, just because you're not going to have to deal with some of these uh, Christmas parties, uh, work Christmas parties, or different things like that. I don't know, but don't allow the pressures of those around you to cause you uh, to, to uh, drop your uh, your your uh, convictions. And so, uh, just just stay faithful to the Lord. Number five, be fruitful. Be fruitful. Get the gospel message out as often as you can. You know, testify for the Lord. Something something good happens, praise the Lord. Use use the Christmas season as an opportunity to share our faith. We, We can't force our faith down the throats of other people, but as there's opportunity, let's not miss them. Let's ask the Lord to help Give us uh, insight and wisdom on how to share uh, the good news of the gospel. Maybe it's a gospel track with a Christmas card. Maybe it's uh, when there's an interaction. uh, You just, uh, they talk about the Lord being born or Jesus is the reason for the season. And use that as a springboard to be able to get in and tell people, uh, yes, the Lord came, but he came for a reason. He came for a reason. And he came to this earth because he loved us so much, and he went to the cross and died for us so we could purchase a gift called salvation. If he only came in a manger, we would still be lost in our trespasses and sins. So uh, be be fruitful. Try to to use opportunities uh, to share the gospel. Uh, Be fearful. Be fearful. And with that, just the fear of the Lord. Don't, don't lose that. Proverbs 10.27, the fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Proverbs 1.7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise uh, wisdom and instruction. And with that, being fearful, uh, having the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord will keep me from doing that which I know is wrong when I would rather sin. And having a good fear of God will help us protect our family. And, you know, you, you need the fear of the Lord to protect yourself, uh, the fear of the Lord to be watchful of potential problems. You know your family. You know the events that you're going to get into. You know what normally takes place. Be wise about what situation you're going to put your family in and your children in. Uh, Be watchful of your own sinful tendencies. Do, Do you know your besetting sins? You ought to. And your own besetting sins, you need to know them enough to make sure that you are not setting yourself up for failure. The fear of the Lord helps us in those areas. So be be watchful of potential problems. Be watchful of sinful tendencies. Be watchful of our own weaknesses. Uh, be watchful of our children. What's, what's their attitude about Christmas? Uh, are, are they sensitive to the true meaning of Christmas? Or are they getting materialistic? Are they uh, getting uh, greedy or selfish or self-centered? Be aware of what's going on so, so we can address uh, issues uh, with, the, with our families, our children especially. Uh, as, the, as parents, you are their boundary. You are the one that's setting the boundaries for them in protecting them from outside influence and keeping them in from getting into things that they ought not to. So make sure that you are not just floating through this season uh, without being aware that there's a devil that wants to destroy. He wants to destroy. Uh, So so be fearful. Uh, Have the fear of the Lord. And then be focused. Be focused. Focus on Christ. Focus on the Lord through the Christmas season. We are teaching our children about what it means to be a Christian. Let's not allow a holiday to cause us to undo everything that we have invested in in their lives. Let's let's make sure that that testimony that we are having to extended family cuz they're watching. They're watching. And let's not allow the holiday season to undo the investments that we've made there. So minimize, uh, keep our focus on Christ. uh, Minimize the commercialism. Uh, Let me encourage you, read the Christmas story with your family. And just keep the Lord in focus and uh, in the forefront. Pray as a family, pray uh, by yourself, Uh, just thanking the Lord for His coming to earth, that He came to be with us. Thanking the Lord for His love, thanking Him for His salvation, thanking Him for the future hope that we have. And so so these are just some things. When we think about uh, Proverbs chapter number three, and he's just saying, forget not my law. There have been things that I have taught you that will help guide you in the way. And then he said, uh, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And you know what? If each of us will go through this Christmas season seeking the Lord to lead us, day by day, uh, we, we will get through the holiday season and still be on the right path. And get to the end of the holiday season, the Christmas season, without regret. And isn't that what we want? We want to be faithful to the Savior. So uh, just these uh, seven things to help us uh, it, it, as we navigate through the Christmas season. Father, I pray that you'd help us. And Lord, you know uh, the needs of each one. and. And Lord, many have heard uh, s- several of these uh, these topics. And and I pray that you would just help all of us to just be on guard. May you be honored by how we live and what we do. And may the Spirit of God just lead us and guide us and help us, Lord, to, uh, to live in such a way that we would not have regret. And so I pray that you'd bless now. Speak to hearts of our people. I pray that you would be honored. Heads bowed, eyes closed. And if the Lord spoke to your heart as the instruments play, just talk to the Lord about some of those areas. Maybe there's some areas that uh, you've struggled with. Maybe you know there's something coming up. There's a family get-together. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's BBC, the number 4, me.org. May God bless you.